Welcome to You Belong. I'm your host, author D. Michelle, encouraging you to remove that label, that title, that position, or even that social media status and focus on your kingdom status by knowing you belong to God first. And when God is first, that's when you can fit in even when you don't because you know you belong. Welcome to You Belong. I'm your host, author D. Michelle, once again, empowering you how to not fit in when the world tells you to just wear a title or label. And I'm excited as always, especially today, as I'm sitting next to Patty Garibay, who is the CEO of American Heritage Girls, a national organization empowering young girls to really live out, not just vocation in the sense of in the marketplace, but what is their true calling and purpose in God? So welcome to the show, Patty. It's good to be with you, Michelle. Yeah, so I invited Patty today because we're going to be talking about courage. Mm -hmm. And she really just came to my heart when I was working on the workplace devotional manuscript for You Belong in this realm of courage. And the scripture I want to share with you guys about courage is from Deuteronomy 31 and 6. And it reads, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord, your God, will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Deuteronomy 31, 6. And I think Patty has a very courageous story that will um, really challenge us. And I'm sure the scripture will speak to her. But I just want to hear your thought as you heard that scripture. Mm, I it is such a true, I mean, there's truth all in the scripture, and that's why I just want to cleave to it. Um, where the Lord, if he calls you to something, he will be faithful to it, and he will give you courage that you never thought you had. And he will be um, right there ahead of you, as described in Deuteronomy. And such was my story, really, is that the Lord came before me. I had no idea what was going on or why I would be called into this place or space. But rather, he was calling me to go into an area that I had been very good at for a long time, yet I didn't realize how I needed to integrate scripture, and it had to be in its entirety into this calling, which was a volunteer calling, by the way, Michelle. Mm -hmm. I had been a volunteer in the Girl Scouts USA uh, for 12 years prior to beginning American Heritage Girls. And I use that as a ministry place for mm -hmm. um, me to minister to girls of all backgrounds and faiths to really share the gospel. And it was a safe place for me because I had been a Girl Scout. My mom had been my leader. But there had been some changes that occurred. Mm -hmm. And I had to come to that place where could I continue serving this organization in a ministry context or was I to try to make changes to what mm -hmm. was going on or was I to perhaps start something new? Little did I want to start something new. That was not in my plan. But what I later found out, it wasn't God's plan. That yes, indeed, just as in Deuteronomy, he had made the way for this. And so trying to make changes in the Girl Scouts over the years about their falling away from a Christian emphasis or a God-centered emphasis um, and going into moral relativism and a lot of other issues that were not aligned with my Christian faith. And then not being open to changing or to listening to reason from a lot of their Christian um, stakeholders, it became evident it was time to start something new. Mm. And 
I did not feel like I was part of my old group of the Girl Scouts any longer. And that was my life mm. when I took this stand. It was a lonely time. Mm. But it was a good time for me to sharpen myself, to understand who I really was and whose I was. Mm. And what really mattered, was it the camaraderie of those volunteers that I had made friends with, or was it being in the direct will of God the Father? And I can tell you 24 years later, Okay. So over those 24 years, can you share with our listeners just what that critical moment was like where you felt like, to put it in our terms here, you felt like you didn't belong, it sounds like. So mm. tell us about that moment. Absolutely. I mean, it was to the point where in my, my community in northern Cincinnati, I had been known as the Girl Scout lady. I bled green, and I started new troops. I uh, all of my friends were there. I ran three troops, and that was my social and emotional support. But when I made this proclamation that they are doing something that is not aligned with my beliefs, and I I was readily available to say, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. People knew that, but I think a lot of other people were like, can't you just let this thing ride? Mm-hmm. This isn't that big of a deal. What are you getting all upset about? And then the adversary started to work on my own mind to say, really, it's not that big a deal. You could run a Christ-centered troop of your own, but yet I would be supporting something in the whole that was not of him. And so I would go to the grocery store, something as simple as that. As a mom of four kids, I was at the grocery store a lot. And I would see my friend from back in the day with Girl Scouts just a week ahead. Mm-hmm. And she'd suddenly go down the other aisle. Oh wow! You know, and I'd start to see people dart away from me. I would start to see that that look in my eye and the quick drop that we often know when we are really alone on this gig. Yeah. And for a girl that liked to be liked, mm-hmm. my entire time as a child, as a third daughter, I was trying to do things that were special to me so I could be noticed. That was really hard. That was a desert place for mm-hmm. me. But God wanted me to be in that desert place so that I could resurrect Mm -hmm. into a courageous woman that says it's okay you know A.W. Tozer said a man after God's own heart doesn't care what even his friends believe wow all you care about is what God believes in right and who he sees you as and so I'm on the other end now my new friends Mm -hmm. that have been developed through this new ministry which is now 24 years old not so new have been the delight of my heart. They have fulfilled every desire I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And my desire to be liked is no longer by man, but rather by the Lord. So Amen. it's been a great journey. Amen. I love what you share there about huh, we're not just like, we're loved by God. And that's so much greater than any approval we could have mm-hmm. from man. And so just um, give us a window into American Heritage Girls now and tell us mm-hmm. um, just about some of the programs that you have or different things that help young girls try to overcome that wanting to be liked oh yeah it's a big one and you know today the wanting to be liked is different than my day wanting to be liked for me it was my peers it was live human beings and today Mm -hmm. it's social media likes it's Mm -hmm. more you know superficial than it was back in my day so i feel like the girls today have a little extra that they're fighting right and although we are still wired for relationship the lord created that What we are trying to do in American Heritage Girls is to help girls develop real relationships 
with like-minded girls that can help them raise up in their faith, to help um, give them leadership opportunities and tools to be able to be great influencers, influences for the positive, to help change this nation into a God-loving nation. Because, you know, we know the power of the woman. The hand that rocks the cradle rules a nation. There's incredible power and influence by women. And if we take it and harness it, not because we have girl power, but rather the power of the Holy Spirit in the girl, great things can happen. And so what we're seeing in HG is just a calling on girls' lives to know who they are, whose they are, to determine along the way what skills they're blessed with, um, both spiritually and academically, um, athletically, mentally and emotionally, and to help them realize their vocation for the future. And I like to say the word vocation versus occupation. Um, back in the day, vocations were known as the, the job that you would call, that you would actually engage in because it was a calling, a vocal mm -hmm. calling on your life. Notice, Michelle, we've changed that word from vocation and kept it only for the religious. Mm -hmm. And now we call it our occupation. What will that be? But as Christians, we know we need to merge the two. The calling into the occupation becomes our vocation. And so we help girls identify what that might be. And we do that not just through earning badges, but also through serving others, because that helps to identify the passions of our heart, is what turns us on when we serve. So there's a lot going on in HG as far as friendships and learning skills and learning leadership and also serving others that really develops a girl into a God-loving young lady of, of the Lord. Thank you for sharing that. And I think through the different programs you have, you're right, it's not just about badges, but connecting what we're talking about, courage. I've seen, just because I've had a chance to experience HG and travel with them on regional uh, conferences and to see how a young girl who may in any other environment would have been nurtured and she'd still be in her shell. But I think through HG, they have courage mm -hmm. to come into who they are and really know who their um, their calling is. But also just experience, I think, even more about how do I live in the world and not of it mm -hmm. at an earlier age, yes. which is great for those of us who figured it out later in life uh, in the marketplace mm -hmm. that, hey, this is kind of weird for me. What, Who am I really? What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. So I applaud you and taking that courageous step over 24 years ago now. And just want to ask you uh, if you had any advice for a new young person entering the work world just what would your three like nuggets be words of wisdom about how to have courage to be who you are in the workplace absolutely i think for me it, it's very important to be delved into the word um the word the scripture tells us who we are mm -hmm. and those promises that the lord gives us helps to formulate who we are and if we can have that identity around us rather than what others what human beings are thinking about us um, that helps make all the difference because you really have an audience of one mm. when you are a believer. So your boss is one, the Lord God. So if you're true to him in the workplace, he will bless you. You know, he maximizes time. He maximizes effort because he can do that. And so knowing that we're true to God and that we've done everything we could to serve him that day will create a successful environment for us even in our secular career, if it chooses to be a secular career. Secondly, I think it's really critical to be courageous. Know that this is not, this world is not of him. 
We are waiting for the next one. Right. And so if we know that this is just for a time such as this, and we must influence well while we're in this stage, um, that will help us a great deal. And I guess thirdly is, is to humbly approach the throne through prayer. Hmm. And I like to say, don't pray because you feel obligated to do so. Pray because you desire that relationship with God, that you are consistently and constantly praying. It's a conversation that never ends. And that is how I have been able to navigate some of those rough um, desert times that we all will have when we're looking over at the abyss rather than at the, the fruit of the mountain. Um, and that those things will help us to really get through the seas that are very complicated. You know, because in this world, storms are the norm. And we've got to be able to ride those waves. And so those three things, are, I think, what, what I would do is tools. Thank you for sharing that. And I just love that what you were sharing, I, I've seen your office and your employees live that out. As you were talking, I was just reminded of the prayer room. Mm, yes. And I remember when I first was working with HG, I was a little shocked, like, oh, they got a war room up in here? Okay, what's <laughs> this about? But it was so awesome. And, but, you know, in my mind, even though I'm a believer at work on purpose, I still was like, mm, I'm never going to use that prayer room. I'm just a consultant. But I remember one day it was a lot of stuff going on, and even with the people I was working with, and it was like, why wouldn't I, you know, take advantage of this is here, let me go into this war room and pray. And I saw some amazing things from that. And not just the war room, but a time together where the staff comes together and prays yes. together for the different troops, which just so you know, this courage step has led to over, okay, how many troops now? There's over 1,200 troops, 50,000 members. 50,000 members in the United States mm -hmm. and 16 different countries, 16 mm -hmm. different countries. Wow. Mm -hmm. One courageous small step around a kitchen table mm -hmm. led to a worldwide ministry mm -hmm. touching the hearts of young girls for God's glory. Mm -hmm. How great, how marvelous. Patty, thank you for your courageousness. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. God bless. God bless. Once again, thank you to Patty Garibay, the CEO of American Heritage Girls, a worldwide ministry dedicated to changing girls' lives and in leading them towards a more Christ-centered life. For more information, please visit www.americanheritagegirls.org. And in Patty's interview, which we were talking about courage, and we started out with that scripture in Deut Deuteronomy 31 and 6, we heard... God go before her. He went before that pivotal mo moment when she realized, you know what? Hey, I don't belong here. She didn't say it that way, but that's what that moment was when she saw an organization's vision and mission going in a direction that really didn't align with her purpose, with who her, who she was, and knowing that she belonged to God first and foremost. And I love that summary there at the end with Patty, where she shared some inspirational three nuggets there. That one, we got to keep the word first. And knowing in that, the Bible is our training manual. That, you know what, as we go off to work every day, we have these policies and procedures or uh, operating manual on how we do work. But none of those compare to the operating manual we've been given in the Bible and how to conduct our life. And two, I love that reminder, especially as we go down this path of belonging and knowing we belong to God, that 
You know what? The root word of belong actually means to have a place, to feel like you have a home. So I love in Patty's Nugget, she shared about the world is not our home. When you know you belong to God, you stop trying to fit in to what the world has patterned and know that because of your kingdom, identity, and purpose and calling, that you can fit in wherever you are because you know your home is not here. That your home is with God and you can have that wherever you are in life. So I love that point too, knowing that the world is not your home. And last but not least is prayer. And that's a place of surrender, a place of humility, knowing that in everything we do, that we are putting Christ first. And so in doing that, I I just thought it made a lot of sense for this episode. We end with a word of prayer. So Father God, we thank you. We thank you for being. Thank you for your love. Thank you that it's greater and more filling than any likes or comments, any promotion or raise. And your love gives us the courage to have relationships where you are the center. So God, right now, I come lifting up to you each and every listener for courage. The courage to love the unlovable. The courage to speak truth in love versus silent disagreement. The courage to say yes to things we would normally say no to and the courage to say no to the things that do not reflect that we belong to you no matter what. It's in Jesus' name that I do thank you and praise you for being the God of Deuteronomy 31 and 6 who goes before us, who will never fail us, and who is God with us because we belong to you. Amen. And that's it for today's episode of You Belong. Until next time, please reach out to me on Instagram at author D. Michelle or on Twitter at Know You Belong. And that's K-N-O-W-Y-O-U-B-E-L-O-N-G. Know You Belong.